Get ready to laugh out loud with Wise and Nerdy, the show hosted by two hilarious dads who bring a unique blend of wit, wisdom, and nerdiness to the airwaves. From sharing hilarious anecdotes about their own experiences to giving advice on navigating the ups and downs of life, these two dads have got you covered. But that's not all. They're also obsessed with all things nerdy. From comic books and sci-fi movies to video and board games. So whether you're a fellow dad, a pop culture fanatic, or just in need of a good laugh, tune in to Wise and Nerdy and join in the fun. and nerdy time we've been gone for two weeks and uh, used up all of our doomsday prepper episodes that we had recorded so uh we're back to doing it live again and i'm charles rock out of podcast in the fall that's joseph underscore r embrace that underscore the that's right master gif gif don't say it wrong i didn't say it wrong it's english language it's the english language is how it works Sure. GIF, just like gift, we're just without the T. GIF. Thanks, Big Bang Theory. <laughs> you know. Or would you say Jai too? Now, 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 it in your defense, the I don't need to be defended. Don't pity the, me. The creator of the crap? acronym agrees with you. Oh, I, I know, just but don't. nobody else cares. Uh, you know what, though? <laughs> we do, uh, before we even get to question of the week, Joe, surprise, surprise, surprise. We actually have, I'm trying to see where I put the button. We actually have a uh, uh, some speak pipes about that subject, because that was last week's episode that we aired. And, oh, this is it right here. It's about time you called your dad. And we got a long time caller, first time listener, pop in on us. <laughs> Hey there, dads. Uh, it's Casey from Australia. I just wanted to say hey, I am loving the new podcast. I used to listen to Pokemon Go podcast all the time. Uh, unfortunately, uh, I kind of had a bit of an addiction with Pokemon Go. I was, you know, taking me longer to get home from work because I'd be stopping in trying to defend gyms. I was you, spending Dad. money through the week on raids. It was getting a little out of hand. I made the decision to, to cut that out of my life. And unfortunately doing so, I also had to cut you guys out for a while. So having you guys back in this Pokemon Go free um, layout is absolute blessing. I love I love having the dad talk, the, the corny jokes, you know, the, the uh, dance parties, the rolling the dice and leaving it up to Aaron and Jesus to decide Aaron what we're Jesus. doing next. Um, always puts a smile on my face. Thank you so much. Bye. Uh, but, but, oh, that's but, awesome. Thank you, Casey, Casey. Casey was around from the get-go of Pokemon Go podcast. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I love having him come back. But the, the thing that you earn, the thing that you earn by leaving a speak pipe like that is your your favorite dad saying, Casey, I'm proud of you, son. <laughs> but he's got more, Joe. He's got more. All right. Hey there, dads. Uh, Casey again. I just want... Which, by the way... We never ask anybody to start with "Hey there, dads." I'm loving the crap out of that. <laughs> Casey invented that catchphrase, so let's keep that one up. Hey there, dads. Uh, Casey again. I just wanted to address something because it's bothered me since uh, Joe mentioned it once in a podcast. He said he didn't know why uh, Pokemon Red and Green were released in Japan while the rest of the world got Red and Blue as the first games. Now, the reason behind that is that Red and Green were the first games initially released in Japan. And um, 
after after a while, they uh, released a special mail-in version. I think it was a, in a magazine or something. Um, they updated all the sprites and, and a whole bunch of bug fixes. They they kind of took some of the Pokemon from from red and green and released this special version as blue. And so when it came time to release to the West, they took the uh, the version with the updated sprites and the bug fixes from uh, blue. And they copied that over for red, and uh, some of the maps even changed, some of the layouts for the dungeons, and they released that to the rest of the world. So that's why uh, everyone else, we actually got a, a more up-to-date version than Japan. Now, I don't know why yeah. I thought he had something to say about GIFs, but uh, <laughs> I did. I, I, for some reason, I thought, in the, like, in the because you can label your speak pipe, I thought he'd label something about GIFs. But there you go, Joe. So what do you have to say to Casey? I, I just assumed, you know, red, white, and blue, America. So when they America. put it in America, no, I, I had no idea. That's really cool, though. That that's uh, that's the history behind it. I didn't know. The so. the Casey, the the uh, student has become the master now. You you're you're graduated from the school of of Pokemon podcasting. Casey came in with some random trivia. <laughs> he really did, didn't he? All right, okay. So Joe. <laughs> You had mentioned this a couple weeks ago when we were live, and uh, our amazing audience has submitted so many answers that we're not going to read any of them tonight. Uh, But the question was, if you could bring back any TV show for another season, what would it be? Oh, man. And you already know because you you saw my little sneak preview. But uh, Revolution. Did you ever see Revolution? That was J.J. Abrams and... uh, uh, not Seth Rogen. Um, no, uh, uh, I think you're thinking of uh, of a movie. No, no, no. This is a TV show. You'd be surprised who was behind it. Um, but yeah, it was one where the EMP goes off in the first five minutes of the show, first episode, and now the world yeah, is yeah, the world is now set back technologically. Yes, yeah, yeah. and it's it's got uh, Giancarlo uh-huh. S. S- Esposita, Esposito, whatever it's got. It's got a bunch of, of, of decent, decent uh, actors and actresses in it. Decently well known. And uh, so it was. Yeah. So the people who made that was J.J. Abrams and um, the guy who did Iron Man. Uh, this says the creator was Eric Kripke. Right. Who created Supernatural. These were the executive producers, I want to say. Mm. I might be thinking of a different TV show, but I, I thought for sure it was a, a powerhouse team of, of executive producers and JJ was one of them. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be. I haven't looked at the, the producers. So. So yeah. Eric Kripke did Supernatural. It's one of my favorite long running TV shows. I remember watching some of that. I, I didn't get very far in the first season and I, I don't know what threw me off there. I, why do you want more? So I do, I do get why it was canceled. It, it's not, everyone's cup of tea but i just i love the the premise so the idea is cool yeah and so this is a world that all of a sudden nothing electronic worked period and they couldn't make it work like if you if you if you create it hold on don't go spoiling anything. I was saying, Casper, i can tell you what i got to i I know i know um but the people in general could not make electricity right, that's work. The world. And so, so they did As Trump do. Was you s- think it is? They did do some 
adapting, like bringing back steam power and things like that to to have something similar to, you know, well, some technology. Um, but in general, it was people are running out of bullets. There's only a certain you know, supply of bullets because the manufacturing plants don't work because they need electricity. Right. And but see, don't people make bullets at home? I mean, it's not mass production, but yeah, uh, you can. And so they would, they would, I would, I assume there were people know. like saving their shells and making their own stuff or going to black powder because that you don't have to machine um, cases and stuff yeah. like that. Um, so yes, technically that, that would be some kind of a possibility, but, yeah, but, world, but a lot of people started into the rules like using machetes and swords and, and whatnot. And so while there were other people trying to figure out why this happened and trying to figure out how to bring the electricity back. Um, and so, yeah, it, I personally, I really liked the premise and there's a lot of times when I'm watching a show that if I really like the premise, I will give it a lot more leeway critically than 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 other stuff where i think the premise is just dumb even if it's a fantastic like critically speaking um and so yeah revolution is the one that that i would bring i mean it would be easy to say something like firefly because everyone's like firefly bring back firefly yeah i just want to spin off there i don't i don't, I don't <laughs> how, how do you but, how do you yeah. clean your spears joe Eat. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah, right now. Years. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I did not come up with that joke. That, when I heard it, it was about five years a, after it happened. It's still too soon, man. Sure. Yeah. So it, it would either be Revolution or or, or Community or. still needs a movie. All right. Six seasons six right. seasons in a movie. Hashtag six seasons in a movie for community. Uh I no, looked it, it up. That's that's a thing. Six seasons in a in a movie is is a legit hashtag. I don't. I didn't ask. It is. We're, we're good. It is we're cool. Uh, Revolution was absolutely produced by J.J. Abrams and John Favreau, along with others. Okay. But those are the two names I remembered. And John Favreau, being uh, uh, famous for Swingers, and uh, of course he was he he was the director of Iron Man and, and Iron Man Two and maybe even Three. Um, I really like John Favreau and his work. Eric Kripke, I absolutely love. And then J.J. Abrams is all about the mystery box. Right, which is kind of what revolution was, which I love that style of every time you think you discover something, it just shows how much more you don't know. Uh, so yeah, I, I got to a point where, uh, they, they were revealing a few things like it had revealed a warning to the main character before it happened and it revealed something else. And I thought, Oh, that's interesting. And then I don't know something happened. Now, Joe, you were, you were talking with, uh, Zed team to, uh, K-22. I almost said 2K, but that was wrong. Uh, it says, can we somehow get a bit more BSU, which is Battlestar Galactica, and so, or some kind of spinoff? Well, there was a spinoff and a movie. None of them were great. Uh, I, I, I really loved Battlestar Galactica. Joe, you were... I know, I know. such a disappointment. I, I have not watched it. Apparently, it's on Peacock, uh, Peacock Premium, but, so I, but I don't have Peacock, so... If it ever comes to one of my streaming services, I'll have to give it a try because I've heard a lot of good things about it. So. Bad daddy. <laughs> you know. How do you not? Didn't you get Peacock with Walmart? No, I got Paramount Plus. Oh. 
bad oh. daddy. So. Yeah, no, and, and that was a fantastic deal. $50 for a year of Walmart Plus and, P- and uh, Paramount Plus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Movie Pascal said, how's that working out, bud? <laughs> yeah. I I still get emails saying, "Oh yeah, we're gonna launch soon. We're gonna oh, launch." Oh, it, it did. You know? the, the, the package is not great. I don't. Oh. They're still oh. doing some stuff. Like I got, you know, I told you I signed up for their list to get yeah. the information. I got the invite, and it, it honestly for me was just more worth it to be in the AMC A listers club than it was to to do. I, okay. I wasn't gonna go back to them. They burned me already, but. <laughs> You're just compare, yeah. trying to be fair and compare packages. Like, yeah, I don't get why people would I, do this. I have a coworker that's uh, had, I don't know if she still does, but when we, before COVID happened, she had the, the AMC a list and she would every Thursday night, her husband went to play pool. She would go see a movie it, just right. every Thursday night. That's I what she did. I definitely saw some things in the theater that wouldn't have otherwise uh, being part of it. During the late winter, early spring months, it's not really worth it for me. But if you cancel, you got to wait six months to reinstate it. And yeah. I was like, hey, you know what? They're smart. They built it where it's just cheap enough that you're going to pay for it. And let's get a few movies out of it versus let's cancel and then miss out on all the Marvel and DC and everything else coming out this summer. You're like, right now, I could go to a movie a day and still not catch up with everything out. <laughs> Fast X, I'd love to see. Uh, I mean, Mario is still in the theaters, I think. I saw Mario last night. I haven't seen Fine. it yet. I heard it's good. My wife and uh, three of my kids have seen it, but I haven't seen it yet. Okay, okay. And confession, the Fast series, I've only seen the first two. Yeah, it's not for everybody. I mean, it's, yeah. it's that that I'm, I mean, I can't have a guilty ple- pleasure because I'm not I don't feel guilty about it. But I, I would say <laughs> it's it's not a it's not a excellent series. It's a fun series. And, and two is I hated two the most. Out of all, I liked most of them, but I didn't like two. Yet two is probably the one I've seen the most because they were always <laughs> running it on TV when I was at work in the ambulance. And like, ah, fine, I'll sleep it here and go to sleep to stupid Paul Walker. Um so anyway, that's not Tokyo Drift. To- Maybe it's three. Tokyo Drift was number three. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Tokyo Drift I liked. Number two was, oh, yeah. Um, so anyway, anyway, uh, what would I, I don't know. Um, what show, you know, it's Supernatural, maybe. I really, really, really liked that. Uh, most but shows. Supernatural has plenty of seasons. It doesn't need to be brought back for any more. Uh, granted. So that daddy got got uh, divorced right there right quick so we're just gonna say he's wrong and he knows he's wrong <laughs> so don't 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 come out my supernatural and, don't and come out my supernatural stupid in real life man come on don't didn't it literally out. just get a prequel it did and i know that that's not more supernatural but it's more supernatural yeah well okay so it is, and I'm watching through it, and it's it's not the same. But I think it, just like the first season of Supernatural, it could have gotten its legs, but it didn't get picked up, so it's not going to get its legs. But it was a lot more Scooby Doo, like kids in the van in the '70s, literally, you know, running around chasing the monsters a week. Except this time they're real. It was fun. Uh, Jensen Ackles produced it, and he he does some voiceover work and stuff. Uh, so I'm not. T- I know there's been some shows in the past that I would like to wrap up the seasons because you know back in the day. When they canceled you, they didn't give you one or two or episodes, much less 
the rest of a season or whole another season to finish. It was just like you got to the holiday break or you got to the end of the season and they left it with a cliffhanger because that's what they always did. They leave it with a cliffhanger at the end of the season. So in six months, you'll come back and watch the stupid show because that's how TV used to work and I hate it. Get off my porch. Uh, but then they cancel it. And so they would never shoot anything to wrap it up. And I'm sure there's a few of those that I, if you, if it came up, I'm like, yeah, I would like to see the finale, you know, the wrap up, tie up on loose ends. Let's, let's do this. But nowadays, if they cancel a show, they usually get to finish out their season or an episode or two and they can, they get, they get a heads up saying, we're not going to go forward. Here's how you can wrap it up, but not always. Yeah. And do you ever watch a uh, Kyle XY? Uh, I think I saw the first episode, but it was after the fact because okay. I was watching like Prison Break. And I think the the Big Brother from Prison Break was in that. I might be thinking of something different. No, I'm thinking of John Doe. Uh, okay. I know of Kyle so I would no, I didn't. Is that no? That's yeah, it, it, I don't know. It's it's three episodes long or three seasons long. <laughs> wow, great show! Three and they, episodes, and they ended it on a huge cliffhanger, and they're just like, "Peace out, bye, we're done." Right, which is obviously not what the writer, director, yeah. actors wanted. It's just the way it went. Uh, before we move on, uh, Team Zed, uh, or Zed, I still messed it up. He's me something. So he said, call Zed or Zed. I still mess it up. I uh, said, uh, so Caprica was a spinoff. It was a prequel spinoff to Battlestar Galactica uh, in between the original series and the new series uh, where it was mostly governmental. I don't even know what that genre would be called. Uh, but it was kind of like the build up. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I tried to forget about that one too. Then they had a made for sci-fi TV movie. Uh, I don't remember what the recruits were, the new, the new pilots, but it was, it was based on that. And it was, it was decent. It was a decent two hour special episode, basically spinoff of, of, uh, Battlestar Galactica. Um, the other bat, the original, the, are you asking what I mean by the other Battlestar? Uh, like the original in the 1970s, and then the one in the mid 2000s was sci-fi, and it carried on the whole storyline and everything. So, yeah, well, there's there's some stuff that Caprica might have been before the, even the ought, original. I don't remember. Ought not to come back. Like apparently they're they're talking about bringing back Never Ending Story. They don't need to redo Never Ending Story. Never Ending. I would like to see it with modern with with still Jim Henson puppetry and modern technology and modern storytelling I'd, I'd like to i would i'm with you i'm 50 but i'd like to at least see what the visual keep the keep it um, if you want to keep it word for word the same but give me some new visuals and see what they can do <laughs> muppets in space a gritty space drama <laughs> all right joe oh i i almost you know i wanted to say i don't know what about this roll that dice roll that dice we got a four Oh, I got the button for that. It's new, so I got to find it. Uh, it We got the new recordings in where it's got my socials right. Can you dig it? Can you dig it, Joe? Uh, I have actually got uh, uh, an app that we're going to use at some point, but I see here that you got all frisky getting back from your trip and filled out every topic. Uh, So I I filled that out before we even. Can you dig it? Beach trips. No, All right. no, uh, no. If, if I, I can say, I'm going to say everyone's favorite quote ever. I'm your huckleberry. I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating and it gets everywhere. Not like here. 
Here, everything is soft and smooth. I thought you were going to say the one from uh, Spaceballs. <laughs> we ain't found bad daddy. <laughs> I can't say the words, right? I wasn't combing the desert. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so funny enough. I, I, I liked the trip itself, but I, I really don't care for I don't care for the sand. I, right. I don't mind I don't mind swimming in the ocean. That that's yeah, fun. I like I'm, I'm down with that. I've done that. And as long as my kids aren't hanging all over me because they like to do that. Um, but yeah. Like it's one thing if the four year old's hanging on me because you know he he can't swim. He does have a life jacket, but um, you know, when the ten and eight year old are dragging on your arms and everything anyway it was it was a lot of fun uh the we stayed at the same house we did last year um and once again my mother-in-law had zero complaints about the cleanliness of the building and for those that are like well what does that have to that's do with a long running story i give them a, a little and background I'm, I'm just gonna give a, a tldr on it the we used to go to a different beach. It's just one beach down from the one we go to now. Um, and the there's basically only one rental company for that beach, for all the beach houses there. And they blacklisted us because <laughs> basically every year, my mother-in-law would find something that it wasn't cleaned correctly like but she was it, right was, wasn't she doing talk she, about no, yeah she was right she actually found something that actually wasn't cleaned correctly and was kind of gross I, I mean when there's a half-eaten chicken nugget underneath the the <laughs> underneath one of the couches and stuff like that we're like uh yeah you didn't clean That's so good literally what you bring your kids for and and so um for the second year in the row exact same house no issues with how clean it is. And it's funny because we were, they have a book at this house where people can write their experiences, you know, how, how it was. And there were at least two other people that wrote in the book that specifically mentioned how, how clean the house was and how they appreciated that. Um, one thing that was weird though, is the thermostat was possessed and it, I don't know if it's, <laughs> I don't know if it's the owners messing with people. Cause it's definitely one that you can synchronize with an app. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if it's the owners messing with people or if they had programmed it and locked people out, but every night and actually uh, multiple times during the day, it would change the temperature to either 69 degrees or 80 degrees. Whoa, that's a big jump. Yes. Um, and the year before it kept switching it to 69, like all the time. And so we we basically just got in the habit of every time we walked past the thermostat to check what was going on uh because it it was all over the place um but i mean that's that's not considering everything else that could have gone wrong that's not that bad um yeah no it was it was a fantastic trip we had a lot of fun and took a lot of pictures and it was good stuff so interestingly enough i went to the beach right after you got back basically <laughs> and i went down to clearwater florida's where medicare conference was because if you don't put it in a tourist destination which the two places they have i think they have three but the only two i remember is clearwater florida which is essentially an island and it's gorgeous and vegas so that's how medicare gets you to come <laughs> to the conference and learn more stuff um so i went down there for work and it is beautiful and i love the water and i i I do have a little bit of a nightmare as a paramedic going, 
these long bridges that have these really big walls, what happens if you have an accident? Because there's no way, I know how physics works and I know how EMS works. There's no way at some point we can even get to you depending on how traffic stops or how bad the wreck is. I saw yeah. that happen. It was on the other oh, side no. of the road and there, there's a fender bender. So one lane could keep going, which is to me the only lifesaver you have because there's one of those bad ones where it spins out. Then everybody backs up. How, you can't get a fire engine through there. You can't get an ambulance yeah. through there. No, they don't live on the bridge. So, but yeah. And, and then it took another like three minutes to get off the bridge because on the other side and I just kept going. And by the time I got off the bridge, then the fire truck was coming. It's like, wow, that took a hot second to get Ooh. over there. Um, yeah. so. Uh, but anyway, it's beautiful, this and that and the other. And everybody I am with loves the beach. Now, I don't, I love the view from the room. I love, uh, there's a veranda, uh, uh, attached to the bar cafe that I can sit on and do work and look at the, the ocean. But I, 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 I do not care for sand at all, at all. <laughs> and even at the last night we were there, they talked me into like, Hey, let's go sit down at the, the sandbar, which is literally, you know, a bar and then all the sand and a bunch of tables and chairs and stuff. And so I'm in my boots. I'm always wearing boots. And even in my boots, I'm kind of like a cat with tape on its feet. It's like, yeah, <laughs> shaking off the sand. And, and like, if this gets in my boots and it gets on my socks, I'm going to get pissed. And then, of course, the seats were like those super Adirondack chairs that are super low. And it's like, mm-hmm. plastic. So this big boy is like, mm, I'll just roll over. Nope. Night. I'm not falling in the sand either. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not. Uh, my, my kids love it. Well, actually, my daughter, my oldest daughter, is getting where she didn't like sand either. But for a long time, my kids loved it. We, we I did take them to the beach. I like the beaches that are uh, more of the packed sand than those dunes. And even this in Clearwater was this really fine white powder. Like all the cocaine is washed up instead of sand. I don't know what <laughs> the way it sticks to your shoes was that that fine powdery substance versus sand in northern Florida or the Georgia beaches or or you know that kind of thing. So. Yeah, no, beach beach trips are not for me. It's, it's not plus the heat and the sun and the. It was actually temperature wise. It was in the mid seventies the whole time for us. Well, that's good. And and the water was freezing, but I would rather have that than be boiling. Yeah, I do like now the true meaning of the sandbar being you know the the it gets deeper than there's this shallower spot where yep. you stand on that looks like you're in the middle of. I actually enjoyed that the few times I was able to swim out to one. Cause you get there and you stand up. It looks like you're super far away from the beach and you're kind of out in the middle of nowhere. Then you start thinking about how much distance is between you and that beach in case anything happens. And, uh, you yeah. know, uh, uh, then you start imagining cause all, it's just you and the horizon, right? It's water, you and the horizon. It's like nobody exists. And then you start imagining what Cthulhu looks like. And then you swim like heck to get back to the <laughs> beach and, and they're exhausted and you don't do it anymore. Uh, so now. Me and you're on the same page. I didn't think I didn't think we would be on the same page because you always go to the beach. I know it's a family trip or whatever. I just kind of figured you in for the I'm a beach kind of guy. Well, see, my in-laws pay for the uh, rental, and so it's sure. basically yeah, a, yeah. a paid vacation. So, yeah, I got you. Why not? Why not? So, Roll yeah, that I mean, die. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Finish, finish they're here. they're the ones ponying up the money, so they get to choose, right? So yeah, no, absolutely. Roll that dice. Alrighty, five. I'm um, gonna catch up putting this in here. Oh wow! All right, commercial okay. break. So yeah, here we go. Stay tuned for this commercial break. Donate to your daddy. Patreon.com/slash Wise and Nerdy. 
that's got such a good groove Nerds. on it. Such a good groove on it. Uh, um, I really wanted, oh yeah, daddy, but I couldn't because it happens to be the same button. So for me to overlap live sounds, it has to be on a different button. So nerds worked out. But that one, uh, that one's called, it cuts off some of my title here, but Royal Blood, I think is what it's called. Uh, yeah, Stream Beats. Stream Beats. All the music we play is, is Stream Beats. And I do want to open it up to our audience, right? If if you're of the mindset where you have royalty-free music and be upbeat, something to dance to, that one is less dancey, but it has such a good vibe to it, such a good energy. I love that one, too. Uh, we have... A beach vibe. <laughs> I would have said a beach vibe. But uh, sure, Joe. Sure. Uh, but yeah, if you mix music or if you have some royalty-free music or know people who do... Put them in touch with us. Uh, I'm all about sampling. I won't guarantee it gets on the show, but if it makes the cut, then it'll be in the rotation all the time. And we, we'd like to have some more. All right, Joe, hit us, hit us, hit us. All righty. Roll that dice. Number three. All right. So we, yeah, that is called let Daddy decide, right? That's what we, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let daddy decide. All right, you picked this one too. Let's settle this. Dot uh, com is where we're getting away. And the see, is this the right one? The fire drill. The fi- there's a fire. Sure. Did you do this one? Uh, yeah, let's do it. I, I like it. I don't. Okay, there's a fire, and the dry hill is about seven miles from us. We live in the country with sporadic housing, dry shrubs, and oak trees. The fire started at 50 acres and grew to 200 acres in a few hours. We can see the smoke plume clearly from our house. The fire trucks and sirens can be heard all afternoon. It says, wife, I'm not worried. They'll tell us when we need to evacuate. I'm still a long way off, and the wind is blowing away from our house. We don't need to prepare or pack. Husband, this whole area could go up in flames in two seconds. It's super dry, and the wind could shift quickly. We should pack our emergency supplies in the car and start packing our essentials and valuables just in case. Joe? Oh, I'm, I'm getting out of there. I, I'm done. I'm out. I'm settled. I'm, I'm with the husband on this one. Yeah. No. So by the time they tell you to evacuate, that's going to be a traffic jam. Okay. I, sure. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm out of there. I'm, ta- I'm Science, taking it. dude. If, it's if a nothing- long way away. Look, we were talking about tears of the kingdom before this seven right? miles how many times have you seen the smoke plume oh how, yeah it is you played tears of the kingdom you've seen the smoke plume <laughs> it's seven miles away and you're like i'm gonna get to it and then you get distracted you do this you do that that's like fire fire gets distracted and finds korok leaves and stuff it's fun plus if the wind is blowing away if the wind is at your back joe that's the safest place to be what if you evacuate to the wrong side of the wind now what <laughs> uh as long as i'm driving away from the fire it doesn't matter which way the wind is going <laughs> i'm evacuating away from the fire i i so i i, I did not see that one going i thought oh great here's another one where joe and i are on the same page <laughs> this is not entertaining at all i i'm with the wife I'm with fire trucks and signs to be heard all afternoon. Look, bare minimum, I'm packing some stuff up. Sure, there's nothing wrong with being ready to go because she's in it. It said she doesn't even want to pack up. I can tell you, the husband wrote this. The husband totally wrote this one. (laughs) Bare minimum, I'm I'm packing some stuff up. Yeah, no, I'll. It's okay. There's a few. 
major details missing from here. Where do you live? Because this whole fire trucks and sirens can be heard all afternoon. Well, yeah. One, sound travels, depending on where you are. Two, are you remote and you never hear sirens? Okay, that might be a thing, but it might not. Yeah, 50 acres to 200 acres in a few hours. That That's nothing, man. That's almost a controlled burn right there. Not quite. I mean, it needs to be handled. But that's the, you know, it, it's just, we can see smoke plumes clearly. Let me tell you how far you can see smoke plumes, man. At least 20 I, miles, it's, it's depending true. on how you flat can't, it is. You can't see smoke plumes yeah. from a far away. And 200 acres but, is not 20 miles. But so he he's not even saying the husband, though, his stance wasn't even we're leaving. It was let's start packing just in case. Yeah, you, I'm I lost you. No, you didn't lose. <laughs> I'm, I'm rereading. Um, why? Why? Charles, why do we need to settle this? Here's the. That's my judge ruling. Here's the daddy settle this thing. All right, we're gonna settle this right now. <laughs> Why do you need her to pack? Go pack, moron. Do whatever the heck you want. You're not even talking about forcing her to get in the car and leave. Who gives a crap? As long as you get it out of the car and put it away back where it goes. Why do you need us to rule on this? You weak ass little blah, bad daddy. Yeah. Language. Um, so, uh, but no, like, I, bare minimum, I, I'm packing some stuff up. But, uh, the the thing is, like I've got friends who they permanently have some bare minimum survival stuff in their trunk at all times, whether it's just a blanket and some food and water, like non-perishable food and water in their car trunk, basically at all times in a bag. Um, so that way, if there's anything that happens while they're on the road or whatnot, or if they just need to get out of Dodge quick, they've How got it. How far... Do you think you need to go before there won't be any more gas stations or or Walmarts? I mean, that's I I, I kind of get it, but I kind of don't say okay. If, if, if I'm there's gonna have a to natural- evacuate, if I'm gonna have to evacuate for a few days, yeah, I wouldn't need clothes. I don't have to buy a whole new wardrobe and box fans and all that crap. But if you're talking about just leaving stuff permanently in your car, it's called my debit card in my wallet and I can go buy some water and some freaking jolt cola at the local quick trip. See, but their, their mentality is this is in case of a natural disaster where stores aren't going to be open. Again, how far do you have to drive for Katrina to stop shutting down waffle houses, son? A couple of hours. You can't go a couple of hours without your, your nest tea and your, your swisher sweets. Come on, man. As, as long as the water ain't up to the grill, Waffle House is open. <laughs> nah, that's changed, buddy. That has changed so much. Yeah, since COVID. especially after they they fired the that gal who got a stool thrown at her. Wow, yes, that was a different kind of mess. They fired the Waffle House girl. That. It's all downhill. Well, don't even get me started because that was a thing, right? That was like, how about it's the hurricane? I don't know. Waffle House still up? Yep. All right. We're still cool. They're open. You know, oh, no. You're good. But COVID killed that, at least in my area. We have, we have some that actually, we have some Waffle Houses that actually shut the doors and turn off the lights at like 10 p.m. Like, what? What oh, is man. this crap? Why even open back up, you doofus? Get out of here. Well, they probably don't have the staff to maintain, to, have people there the oh, entire time. Now there's a discussion for us at some point about I am tired. I am so tired 
of people bringing the 1980s argument they're going to steal our jobs right i don't mean people the they is a thing in the 80s it was oh my god don't bring robots to the factory because we need bobby to get his arm ripped off so he has a job and now robots do a lot of of manufacturing jobs from cars to other stuff and yet people still have thousands of jobs when ford comes and opens a plant in your backyard (laughs) it's bringing thousands of jobs even with the robots so now the conversation is about AI and how AI is going to steal creators' jobs. And I want to go, I lived through the 80s. Shut up. It will not happen. It will give you different jobs. And let me tell you something. Let the robot get in the Waffle House and flip those freaking hash browns for me because Rufus sure as heck ain't doing it. So I, I actually watched a YouTube video. It was either this past week or the week before of... A, a different lawyer covering what a what another lawyer did. They used Chat GPT to write oh, yeah, their. Yeah. I heard about that one. See, that's <laughs> to write dumb. their their that's legal document, dumb. and they didn't double check the source. Yeah, you have to. You have to read it and check it, doofus. And, and so they they just about got disbarred because of it <laughs> because they didn't bother to check because they basically lied oh so, yeah I mean, they didn't they didn't yeah. lie but they basically lied by quoting cases that don't exist yeah. but you know there are machines and, and it's there. and it's not just cases that don't exist like from my understanding it's super easy to check if those cases exist and they just didn't bother <laughs> yeah, do their job um but you know there maybe you don't know there are robots out there uh with ai and stuff that uh are making hamburgers like McDonald's is testing one in their Oh yeah, no, McDonald's they've got where it full drops to employment yeah. systems. Yep. Exactly. And people are like, you're taking a- I'm sorry, when's the last time you went to a fully staffed Starbucks or McDonald's or whatever the heck fast food restaurant? And that's the bottom of the barrel jobs, right? Teenagers well, get those jobs. They don't get well, exactly even get to that- work in the sewers. They had that, you know. It's like, come that- on. And my the thing that gets me is people are like, oh, living wage, living wage. Fast food people aren't expected to make a living wage, at least not, not yeah, anything below manager. I mean, that's for teenagers to make a bu- to make some spending right. money. Exactly. And you can't have both. You can't have. I don't really eat at McDonald's. Not that I hate them. I just don't care for it. It's just not my thing. Taco Bell's my jam. If you're wondering, you can always give me Taco Bell gift cards and I will love you forever. Uh, but so ta- let's even say Taco Bell. Right. You can't have living wage where an adult can work a standard 40 hours and make rent and put food on the table and everything else and get your tacos, your taco pack for less than $20. You can't have it. I remember this. This is an old reference. I, I get that. But I do remember back when I was in college, I for a weekend, I could go to Taco Bell, spend $10, actually a little bit less. It was even after tax, it was just under 10 bucks and have enough burritos and tacos to last me from Friday night when I got them to Sunday morning when I got tired of them. (laughs) Right. And now you can't even get a meal, which is like a taco and a thing and a drink, uh, a thing being whatever else is paired with taco, right. Um, for, for less than $9. So you, that's the thing. You're like, I don't want to be, and I don't, I don't want to go to Taco Bell and get the, the, the box, the easy box, because they usually put crap I love in that box, you know. Uh, I'll, mm-hmm. yeah, let's be real. It's Taco Bell. I'll eat everything there. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I can't just go, oh, I just want to get too fast. Give me whatever's in the box. And I want to pay less than $8 for that. You can't do that. I can't even pay less than $10 for it. And you still aren't going to make a living wage. And it sucks. I don't know what to do about that. But how about this? 
maybe when the robots take over and make the tacos, you'll have to be there to supervise them because guess what? Things break all the time. Technology goes wrong all the yep. time. And that will require some technical training so that you can troubleshoot the robots that are breaking. Maybe. I mean, there's there's actual repairmen, but yeah. it's like who who troubleshoots but, the computer but, at the office? They go, okay, how well, off, how well is that going to go? Because McDonald's can't even keep their, their ice cream machine fixed. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I've actually I've actually rolled through a not the new Wendy's one because I, I, that looks really interesting. Where the AI for Wendy's is doing all the order taking, and people have been pushing it and changing things, and it just kept up with it. That was an impressive piece of technology. But it rolled through. Maybe it was a Taco Bell. I don't know. I eat at Taco Bells all the time. Uh, <laughs> but the, you could tell is a AI asking you what's your order. And I said, you know, number one with this, number da, 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 whoever's with me got their order. And it says, this right. And you could just tell this is not a human being. And like, yeah, that's right. Cool. Pull her in. And, but then that freed up the two employees that were in there to work that day to make the food. And when's the last time you walked into a fast food place? Uh, the Taco Bells I go to, and even McDonald's. Well, the McDonald's will still have a register open because people are just the clientele that goes to McDonald's all the time just isn't kind of computer <laughs> clientele, you know what I'm saying? But Taco Bell, we're smart people because they have nobody at the register. Register didn't even work. Is you go there are multiple digital boards. <laughs> there are multiple digital I'm just, boards. I'm just sitting here thinking, you literally just said customers that go to Taco Bell are smarter than customers, customers that go to McDonald's. Go to McDonald's. <laughs> do, 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 do. Run for the border. All right, that, that, that's a hot take right there. You know, <laughs> but because Taco Bell, all you can do is order on the digital boards. Period. Or your app. There's nobody at the counter to take your order. McDonald's, they still yeah. have some pimply-faced 50-year-old, because, you know, he ain't in high school no more, uh, <laughs> sitting there as sad as can be, just sad as can be. Oh, Joe, I know we're off topic. I don't care. It's been a while, man. Let's just ramble. <laughs> the saddest thing I ever saw, it broke my heart. It really did, because I know homie wouldn't have been there if he didn't have to be there. But there was some guy who was, was like my height at Chick-fil-A, but he was definitely older than me. He had to be in his mid to late 50s and just... You ever go out to the zoo when it's raining and the animals just sitting there and remembering what it was like in the wild, just that dead behind the eyes, look at you. That's <laughs> you're you're assuming had. they were ever in the wild. A lot of zoo You know what I'm talking about, dead eyes. That's what I'm saying, dead eyes. <laughs> dead so hom oh. homie, he was just, he was at Chick-fil-A and there are lots, I mean, there's such a diverse group of people that work at Chick-fil-A from age range to genders to, to gay straight, all of that. I mean, it's, it's really is a diverse group of people that work there. Um, but he was not that older person that wanted to be there. Cause he's like, I just made up a story for him. It's like, he was a tech Titan in his company. And then, you know, the, the boss just couldn't make it through COVID because all they did was have uh public venues. They, their company. I mean, it was just this big story of it all tanked. And now he has to work at Chick-fil-A and it was like his second or third day. And they were telling him some, some 20 year old was telling him, no, no, no. You hit that one for, 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 combo one you hit this one and he was just he was trying so hard he looks up at me it was just the saddest in his eyes like is there anything else i can get for you and i was like 
<laughs> no, but can, can, oh, I didn't say no. this. I was like, no, but can I, can I get you some weed or a shotgun or something? I mean, I just want to help you out. Buddy. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> he whoa. just looked really sad, Joe. Just really sad. Uh, here I thought you were going to be like, can I give you a hug or something? But no. No, 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 no. I'm the, I'm the jaded paramedic, baby. I don't hug it away. I just realized sometimes life's too much for a kid. Um, but no, I'm sorry. A 50 year old kid. <laughs> kid but no, a 50 year old pimply kid. So maybe that'd be a question is like, what's the, the saddest moment you've seen it? <laughs> well, Mel, let me just ask you because that was mine. What is the saddest moment you've seen in like a fast food kind of environment? Oh, um, it's probably my first job, to be honest, when I was working at Burger King as a teenager. And there were, there was a husband and wife that worked in the morning and they worked themselves to the bone, but it was very clear from conversations that they were, I mean, like we said, you're not expected to get a living wage at, at a place like this, but the two of them were working, you know, 40 hours you plus probably grew together a living wage. If you both work. And, and for the most part, it seemed like they did, but it was clear that there were, diff- there were some times when, money was very tight for them and yeah um, but they they both had um not huge but they had some slight mental disabilities and that's why they were working there um and so yeah that that to me was was a little bit was, Is was it, it sounds like maybe for the same reason i thought the the other guy i talked to was sad it's like his you feel because they just you felt like they really had no other choice in life and it was just not yep. this great existence yeah yep yeah so yeah sad yeah. daddy roll that dice okay number two who does number two work for <laughs> daddy, uh, dr evil Error. Daddy, tell me a story. Oh, uh, I don't. I don't think you've got a story right here, but I sure do. Well, because you put it in a very specific. <laughs> so I'm gonna see what I can get out of this. Although I just told like a two-hour story about Taco Bell. So that's true. That's true. We we uh, you waxed eloquent about Taco Bell. Um, and need a burrito. So, <laughs> uh, back when I was in college. Uh, an up and coming, uh, video game free to play, which is still around and still pretty big league of legends. And I was basically, yeah, uh, I was, I was pretty, pretty much addicted to it. Like I played quite a bit, a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, but anyway, uh, during that time when I was, when it was such a big aspect of my life, uh, I, was also big in, uh, in Reddit. Uh, I mean, I'm still, I still visit Reddit almost daily. Can but I, can I, I put was... a pin in there? Cause you'll remember your story. Sure. I don't know if this is true or if it's clickbait, but is something bad going on with Reddit where they were charging people for massively for the APIs and a bunch of subreddits yes. went, went private. Did that really wreck Reddit? Uh, so it, it went down for a little bit over the past couple of days because uh, a lot of, places like I, it wasn't just the, the, uh, communities going private. Uh, I, they haven't stated it, but I, I think there was some, uh, 
like hacker group doing DDoS attacks on them as well. Yeah, I, I just know how people blow that out of proportion. It's like, and you can't even find mm-hmm. anything if you can't go to Reddit. So, all right. So, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So, I knew uh, you know the answer. So, I had that. in a nutshell, they have they changed their policy and are going to be charging a ridiculous amount for their API calls. Um, the claim. Or the I don't know if it's it's them claiming it or the the, the theory that I've been I've keep hearing is that the reason they're doing it is because of all the AI scrubbers that are scrubbing their their website um, through API calls and that they they're not getting paid for it but it's costing them money to do to handle all of these API requests. That's what I've heard, but the amount that they are charging is so ridiculous that these third-party applications that have been integral to Reddit for over a decade um, have, they're they're closing up shop because the amount of API calls they, they make um, because they're such a popular third-party thing would cost them, you know, millions, tens of millions of dollars every month. They're like, Nope, I can't afford that. Bye. So, but anyway, but, but, if Reddit can get a couple of companies to pay that, there you go. So I think we need to have a Reddit well, level to our Patreon. That'd be $10 million a month. <laughs> and for that, we'll let your bots watch our show. Yep. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. But yeah, you're, so, so you're it, big it, on Reddit. So back to your story. You, mm-hmm. you were, uh, when you say big on Reddit, it's like you spend a lot of time on Reddit. Is what you're saying. Yes, Got yes, it. exactly. Yeah. And so I, I ended up becoming a moderator of um, the League of Legends subreddit, which is huge. Like the amount of of yeah, huge. Okay, I never can do that, right? But I hear it every time somebody says huge. Um, when I was there, it had a couple million subscriber or like, I don't know. Yeah. I think I had a couple million subscribers and now it has almost six and a half million people subscribed to that subreddit. Okay. So we handled a ton of inflow and, um, there were certain as there were certain moderators that wanted to moderate more heavily the content that was basically allowed to flourish. And some people got very, very angry that the content that was and was not allowed. Um, and, and the rules, the rules were overly complex on what was and wasn't allowed in my opinion. And this is not from Reddit, but this is from, from this specific subreddit. Yes. So it's so, the owner of the subreddit that was putting in these rules. Yeah. So, on Reddit, the admins have just a handful of rules that basically are legal things that that they say, hey, moderators, you have to enforce these rules. Beyond that, they basically leave it up to the moderators to decide what the rules are. All right. Um, Makes sense. And so, like, one of the big things is um, a CP. I'm not, I'm not going to say what it actually stands for, but I'm sure that you you know what that stands for. Uh, CP cerebral palsy. Uh, no, the first word is child. Uh, so CP is child one that palsy. Thing, yes, child palsy is banned all of Reddit, and and if the moderators do not uh, enforce that, then the subreddit will be completely shut down. That's for as a for instance. But anyway, sure. um, hate speech usually leads in there. That kind of thing. League of Legends had uh, had its own 
set of rules with like it was almost like a legal document like it was very complex and and way too much and so um at one point we had there were several times when i was there where the the community was mad at us over something or another um and so this particular instance it got so bad that we said you know what for the next week we're going to try an experiment we are going to moderate nothing unless it is against the rules of the reddit admins and oh boy was the front page of league of legends was literally just off topic memes that had nothing to do with league of legends at all they were just <laughs> like voted up for the memes and uh and like there was literally one post that it was a piece of bread it was just a picture of bread. <laughs> and I don't okay. know why that's funny. <laughs> and that's what for the memes. And uh, for that week, it was basically hardly any discussion around uh, actually about League of Legends happened during that week because they the they had turned against us and there were a lot of people that were like i love this this is fantastic this is amazing and then there were so many people that sent dms they were like you said you're doing this for a week can you end it early please and get back to some kind of sensibility on on what is on the front page because a lot of people use reddit at least as least that reddit for hey this is my guide it's a quality guide. Why don't, why don't you check it out? Or this is a, an awesome clip that happened in the most recent type stuff. Yeah. Yeah. In the most recent tournament or um, official announcements and news and, and stuff like that. And, uh, and so huge, huge blowback. Um, and ultimately um, what we ended up doing is we, cause we opened up a feedback post after this experiment went on sure and and i personally was like hey we need to i'm not saying we need to to go full chaos but i think we need to tighten up our rules and and loosen some some of the, the belt strap on a lot of this because it's it's gotten overly complicated and and it, we've got it's gone too far and uh so we did end up uh lightening up the rules and things like that so it was it was an interesting time to be a moderator, but I found myself spending way too much time moderating and not enough time, you know, on my schoolwork cause I was in college. And so ultimately I ended up uh, separating ways with them. Um, and the, that mod team has changed. Like, I don't, I, I recognize like one or two of the names nowadays, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was an interesting time just seeing all of the, the hate, that that like th there was definitely a few very few moments where they're like oh you're doing a fantastic job because most of it's it's a thankless uh sure well, job job isn't really the right term because it's not really a job because it's a volunteer thing but uh like there was someone who because i had taken down one of their posts um five years previous they came they apparently looked up my username on Reddit. They came to our, our Pokemon go podcast, Reddit what? and started and started swearing at me. And so I quickly banned them from the Pokemon go podcast subreddit. But, uh, but yeah, because I had removed one of their posts five years before 
they came to one of our posts on Pokemon Go podcasts and started swearing at me. Swear at you. I like it. Yep. I like it. Uh, yeah, not to be confused with Pikachu. It's his, it's his redneck cousin who's drinking too much O'Doul's. Swear <laughs> uh, I can't say that I have any stories similar to that. I mean, I've definitely made enemies. In my, oh, you know what? I'm a, a real life one, I guess. Uh, not so much the first part where the people I worked for, that was almost a malicious compliance story right there, Joe. Uh, <laughs> you know, that, that was... That was spot on. I was thinking, I was thinking, I, I need a malicious, I was actually thinking, I was like, I need a malicious compliance story from Joe. And there you go. <laughs> uh, but that second part where somebody tried to retaliate against me, uh, it wasn't a medical field uh, full time. Well, I guess I still kind of am. Anyway, I was a paramedic active on the truck. Uh, I went through some stuff in life, got away from being on the truck. And I mean, I'd made a name for myself. I, I, I was very confident in my skills and very kind of egotistical. But the problem was I was right about a lot of stuff. And that just rubs people the wrong way. I was right. I mean, I mean, you, you've been in a room. I'm giving some of the tough talks at Dragon Con. Like, I, this is a very, very short version. It's like, you suck. Here's why. But here's how you can fix it. But you won't. You know, kind of that's a short version. I mean, that's, that's what this means sometimes. So anyway. I had gotten out of the field for a little while, but I was at a hospital working in a hospital as a paramedic. And when this medic team pulled up, they called in the the report and like, you know, it's a slow night. I missed doing the action of the field, being that kind of paramedic. And they're like, yeah, we got this patient difficulty breathing, doing all this stuff. Like, cool. I'm going to run out there and meet them. Maybe get to play a little bit, bring them in. Cool. As soon as they pull up, I get out there, fling open the doors and I recognize the medic. And I was like, hey, and I called him by his name. And he looked at me like deer in the headlights. He was scared and sweating. And I look at the patient and she's laying kind of flat and can't breathe, but she's got no oxygen. She's got no nothing going on. I was like, um, and his partner who didn't know me from anybody started pulling out the stretcher. I put my hand on like, stop, put the, you know, give me the oxygen tube, put that on her, do this and that and the other. I mean, I just, I just took over the scene immediately and just wrecked him a little bit. <laughs> And we get to the hospital and, and, and I mean, the first thing I did is I sat her upright, which is what you're supposed to do. And all of a sudden she starts breathing better and, and she's got oxygen going and we just go in and let him do his thing. And then they got out of the way. And I never really cared for this guy, mostly because he didn't care for me, mostly because he's jealous because I'm the rock god of everything I do. And <laughs> so, uh, so I had no love lost for him. So we didn't really speak afterwards. I did go out and help his partner clean up the truck while he was doing his paperwork and thought to her about it. And, and she's like, yeah, I don't know. He just kind of lost it and this and that and the other. So I felt, I, I mean, I felt the integral need to call his boss, uh, and leave a message. It was, it was like three, four in the morning. Say, hey, and it was just a nice one. I went to, to the education boss and, uh, not to mention I'd worked for this company for many years and been a captain and, you know, all this other stuff there before I left. Um, so, I called his, the education guy's like, hey, and I just flat out as plainly as I could explain the situation as I saw it, what happened, what it is, and just said, you might want to talk to him about getting help for his panic or maybe re-educating him a little bit or something else because this patient could have been harmed. I mean, that's just really what it comes down to. The patient could have been harmed, literally. Yep. And all the tools there, I can see where he had the intubation tools out, which is where you stick the tube in their throat to breathe for him. I can see where he had the drug box kind of out and scattered, where he, he might, what was going to sedate him. But it's like all these half-started ideas. Oxygen was hooked up to the wall. It was running. She just didn't have it. You know, it's all these little... Okay, like, yeah. So yeah, yeah. And, and it was not incompetence. It's like, hey, just 
Educate it. Get him some help. Do something because why? Never heard anything about it. This and that and other. Went on for a couple of years doing other things. Ended up landing in an office. And it was in my first year. And I just, my mind hadn't really wrapped around owning the fact that I needed to work in an office now and all this other stuff. And I was kind of like a, a lion in a cage. I just kept pacing and just internally and externally sometimes. And at one point, about six, eight months in to this office job, I started calling around as a medic just to see what the options were. Cause I just, I was like, yeah, I need to, I know I have problems with the field, but I just, that's better than this. You know, I just feel like a caged animal here. And I had put in at one of these other companies I had used to work for. I haven't even one, same one that's attached to the hospital. I, I left there in great terms. Everybody loved me. I saw I had friends over there. So I turned in and everybody needs paramedics all the time. So I turned in my application expecting to hear something, didn't hear anything. And uh, called my friend over there after a couple of weeks and said, Hey, what was, can you look into it for me? Can you find out? Cause seasoned paramedic, great history there. I know half the people there vouch for me. And honestly, who gives a crap? If I'm a horrible medic, you need people. I mean, that's just our yeah. field. And I, I, paramedic for those of you who don't know is like the top of our field. So I can pretty much smack you in the face. I might get fired, but somebody else is going to hire me knowing that I might smack them in the face because they need me. Right. That's how they go. That's not who I am. Anyway. All that being said, turns out goes around smacking people. She heard it here first. <laughs> All that being the rock said, out of smacking. <laughs> uh, that whole long story was to say. Turns out that same medic that had the panic at moment and just just didn't really do any harm, but could have done harm to this patient, was now a captain at this company that was applying oh. for, and. There was a new boss, uh, a new director there that didn't know me as well. Um, and so I guess the cat, the, this captain guy had gotten word, heard that I was applying and tanked the application and went in there. It's like, oh. yeah, he told him that I had problems with authority and I was going to do this and that and the other. Da, 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 da. And honestly, for me, it was just universal path. I really needed to stay at the company that I was at. And after that incident, I just kind of let go trying to apply places and just leaned into my life. So universally, I was like, you didn't harm me. You helped me. But, you know, I ran into him a few. So that was my whole retaliation story, right? He tried to tank me. Ran into him a few, few years later where yet again, I walk into a building that he wants to be in and I'm king of the building, right? Because, you know, he was there and he thought he was a big shot. And then all of a sudden everybody takes their attention off him and starts talking to me because that's how it rolls. Joe knows. Joe knows. <laughs> you know, everybody will be talking to Joe and I come in the room and Joe who? Joe who? Uh, it's all right. So, yeah, you can't you can't kill the rooster, baby. That's all there is. To it. <laughs> um, you can't kill the rooster. I kill the rooster. Oh, so man. one more time, man. Roll those dicicles. <laughs> the dicicles. Uh, six. Uh, well, at least <laughs> I only have to suffer through this one. I don't have to read this one because uh, I don't even know what, what it means. Exactly. That's why I, I just put what I put. All right. Wait, 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 because I, I, I everybody, your honest reaction. Nobody, nobody knows what we're talking about. <laughs> waka waka, bad dad jokes. That makes it worse, Kurt. That just makes it so much waka, worse. Waka. <laughs> oh man! So we've been going for a little while now. We've got a few episodes under our belt. Where should we store all of these dad jokes that we get? No, no. <laughs> No. We need to we need to make a 
database. <laughs> you like that way too much. <laughs> you, oh my god! Because all he did was put in the punchline for the film. You could just let. Well, if you let it blank, I might have filled in. Sure, but you could just put Joe has this one or something. But I see the punchline. So when he sets it up, it just just hurts. Just every cell in my body screamed and then went silent. Uh, that reaction was worth the whole thing. I love it. Maybe that, see, that does make it worse. Just not just a waka waka, but have the punchline right there. Right there. And then not knowing what the joke is going to be. It's almost like the Johnny Carson where he holds up the, the envelope and he says the punchline and then he opens up the envelope and you know, maybe we do it that way. Just put in the stupid punchline. Oh. All right. So we can at least end on a high note, having fun. What are you nerding out about, Joe? Oh, man. So uh, like we talked about earlier, I have Paramount Plus right now with uh, because I have Walmart Plus. And I saw it on there and my kids started rewatching because they've watched it before. Avatar The Last Airbender. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic series. They, they only did three seasons and that's because they were only ever going to do three seasons. They had it planned from the start. This is how this, like they had it all mapped out now before they even pitched it to Nickelodeon. Okay. It sounds like that that started off as an anime and went to manga, but I believe there's last airbender manga out there. Sort of. So it is, it is American made. So most people will be like, it's not technically anime, but some people do call it anime, even though it's not from Japan. Um, so it started off as okay. an animation and they do have quite a few graphic novels that go with it as okay. well. Um, and then they, they do have a, a follow-up series called the, the legend of Korra, there you go. which is good, but not as good as the original series, in my opinion. I've heard and it depends I, on what you saw first. Like, if you're of the age that get Korra first, uh, you like that one? Maybe. So, I don't know. I never watched uh, Legends of Korra, but I heard it good the, things. My biggest issues with Legend of Korra is they had no idea how many seasons they were going to do. And so, they always, they did the whole thing one season at a time, and they were shooting from the hip every season. And so they didn't have this overarching story or anything like that. Um, now there were some very, very, very good segments of Korra. Like one of my favorite episodes out of both of the series actually comes from Korra where they talk about where it's a two part, uh, two episode, like little mini story in the middle where it's, it's talking about how the first avatar became the first avatar. And I was like, wow, that's, it's pretty awesome. Um, but avatar, the last airbender fantastic. It's on Netflix It's yeah. and it's on Paramount plus the Netflix is last. I heard still planning on doing a live action series. I had heard that as well. I, I will give it a shot, but I am preparing myself for the worst because it orig- it had the original creators on board and they split because of creative differences hmm. which to me means that Netflix is making a lot of sweeping changes to what is already a beloved series sure 
But we, since we don't know where they are yet, we don't know yep. if that's good or bad. Sometimes that whole creative differences thing is because the creator didn't want to move out of the 90s and into the new millennium. Yeah, well, uh, we'll see. Uh, like I said, I will give it a try sure. when it comes out. I don't even know what the time frame for it is. But the and I, I have a second one listed here that you can see mm-hmm. the same creators from the original Avatar Last Airbender have another series on Netflix called The Dragon Prince. And they have I can't remember whether they've got three or four seasons at this point, um, but it is also a fantastic series that they they've already planned out. I think it's six seasons. Um and it, it does take a little bit of getting used to, especially season one, because um, they focused so much on art quality that the frame rate is a little bit low and it's noticeably low. And so it does take a little bit of time to have your mind adjust to that, because at times it's like, oh, they're moving in slow motion. Wait, no, it's just the frame rate. Um, but story-wise, I think it's fantastic. Um, fantastic. And yeah, it's it's good stuff. I have a couple of the graphic novels for both Avatar Last Airbender and The Dragon Prince. Um, and yeah, good stuff. The new season of Dragon Prince, uh, I believe, is slated to come out this fall. So, uh, and again, that's going to be either, either uh, season four or five. And I believe they're planning on six total. So... Good stuff. Give it a try. Uh, along those lines, I agree. I, I the Avatar: Last Airbender was good. I know a lot of people <laughs> want to pretend like the uh, the live action movie didn't happen. They made a live action movie. <laughs> they did. They no, did. they didn't. Uh, <laughs> no, they absolutely did. It just used the name and the character likeness and did whatever the heck they wanted to. And we call that now, Marvel. We call that alternate universe now because we have the craptastic fool so <laughs> the so the original so <laughs> the original series has avatar colon the last airbender have you ever wondered why the movie that doesn't exist and the legend of Korra don't have avatar colon do you do you know why i i never cared enough to even think it's, about it it's james cameron's fault Oh, he, avatar. Sued, he, he sued them and said, you can't use the term avatar because of the, yeah, because uh, of his movie, even though yeah. their stuff came out before his movie. Well, but yeah. he, he had apparently already trademarked it or whatever. Well, it's not even the, just that. I mean, there's a bigger thing. Although I, come on, James, come on. Who's, who's going to imagine that your blue giant dwarf Smurfs movie is anything my, like this awesome piece of work? Or as my coworker calls it, dances with Smurfs. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good <laughs> which, one. Which we actually, it's on, the second one's on Disney Plus now, and my wife and I actually watched it this past week. So it was all right. Uh, oh, it did. We'll see how it goes. I haven't watched it yet. I'm, I'm yeah, yeah, it's, it's all right. It, it's at Disney Plus, and apparently they're planning on five of those total Holy coming out, crap, coming out every other year. Every how, every even year, so December twenty twenty four, December twenty twenty six, and December twenty twenty eight. I might take my words back after I see the second film. But how many the government is bad movies can we have? Because that's what really Avatar it, is. You're not I wrong. Get it. I get it, it. It is. I I'm the first person to stand here and say 
America was conquered and stolen from its habit inhabitants, right? We did horrible things. That's all Avatar is. Well, it could be referencing to the British Empire, it could be referencing all kinds of things. But that's basically what Avatar is, is just colonial whomever comes in and takes from the inhabitants. How many of those can we get? And you can spoil this a little bit for me. Is because it looks like in the commercials, Avatar Pocahontas. Exactly, Kurt. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but in the second one. Does it take a little bit of a different flavor or is it still that, ah, oh, the man is bad and they're here to keep you down? It's still, yeah. the man is, ba- is I'm bad. I'm sure it's they're gorgeous. Here. I mean, the except, except this time, instead of, instead of mining, now it's in the ocean. So, James, uh, how about Abyss 2? Let's just go with that. Give me the Abyss 2. Come on. <laughs> or how about Titanic 2 when it's an alien ship? Titanic versus Predator. There you go. I just gave you a winner, James Cameron. You're welcome. Titanic too. Uh, what Jack? Jack is now Captain America. He thaws out in the popsicle. <laughs> he, he he pops up out of the ocean, grabs a necklace, and slaps her in the face. Kurt, Kurt, Avatar two equals Little Mermaid: The Reckoning. <laughs> Uh, oh man <laughs> oh man all right hey dragon con's coming up and dragon it, con! you know, uh, i won't come back to your so avatar fun. kind of stuff but uh, uh kurt wants to do all the voiceovers live at dragon con now the funny thing is mike woodard also might be at dragon con and I'm thinking, Joe, one of them sits on one side of the table, like me and you're in the middle. So one's Team Charles, the other one's Team Joe, right? And whoever hits the buzzer or something faster, their voiceover guy gets to do the segment. <laughs> Battling voiceover dudes. Or they have to oh, flip a coin or, or something random every time. I don't know. You see where I'm going with this? So adding more chaos to the live more show. More chaos. More, there's never enough chaos. Uh, but you know, you're talking about um, clearly, we should have named the podcast Nerdy Chaos. Now, I've already done chaos and coffee, it's too close. Uh, uh, but if we do a morning zoo crew show, Joe, if we decide we're gonna be dumb and get up at six in the morning and do this, it's chaos. And no coffee. thanks. Uh, but you see, you're talking about Avatar and and the same creators did this show and did that for me. The, the series of Ben 10. Is that I started watching it when okay. my son was was uh, the first steps, the first stuff came out when my son was of age and I was like oh this looks cool and I will uh, you know should it was I a good hooked. series I yeah. love the the original uh, Ben Ten Secret of Omnitrix and then Ultimate Alien was really good I'm going, I don't remember all the titles so I am scrolling through a list here uh, uh, Ultimate Alien actually an opposite of Avatar the Ben Ten live action movie. It was good. It was right in the vein of, of what they do with the, the animated series. It wasn't. Um, yeah, it wasn't that bad. So there's a Ben 10 that's actually about 10 years old series. And then there's a Ben 10 that's a 16 to 17 year old series. And then, and then I, I love the uh, the name of the creator for it. Man of Action. Oh, that's it's right, man. Yeah, created man. Created by Man of Action. Well, I mean, it's Man of Action Entertainment, so I think it's not just a single creator. But there's a, but it, he's got an interesting, the creator has an interesting name. Um, it's it's a right. The man of action is a writing collective. Gotcha. Is what it is. Uh, I, I damn it, Joe, you ruined it. Cause I love thinking it's one person and they went by the name man of action. Uh, Oh, oh my yeah. bad. 
Now I'm with Kurt. A Ben 10 is underestimated at a hundred percent. Cause I was even worried when they went with the, uh, the older version with ultimate aliens with the extra evolutions, like, all right, surely they jumped the shark. Nope. It was, I, I mean, even my kids like, now nah, I don't know watch. I'm like, then go take a nap because daddy's watching it. This is what we're doing. We played the, the switch or not switch, switch is the current machine. We played the, uh, Wii games with the kids and they were fun. The Xbox had a version. Then he did an older version. That's a different universe and everything called Generator Rex. And that was, or not he, mm-hmm. see, he messed it up. I wanted it one person to be man of action, man. Come on. They, uh, made Generator Rex. And say you can see a lot of the influences of how they write, but it's definitely for a college or slightly older audience. Uh, more, I would say anime because you have like gory kind of monsters and weird twists where you don't have that. And Ben, ben 10 is very Americanized, very, uh, for children. You know, all the enemies are Power Ranger level enemies, right? So, <laughs> uh, but lots of great stuff. And I've never checked out Monsuno, which is apparently also made by Man of Action. Uh, so yeah. All right. I wanted to share that then, uh, talking about dragon con coming up. I've been doing a series that I believe you're going to be on soon called behind the track where I've been talking to all the, I'll be on there next month. Uh, trying to remember who's next with me. I don't, I don't, Tyra set it all up, which I love. I love that Tyra handled all that. I just get to show up, but I'm, I'm nerding out about that. Yes, I get to make announcements and stuff about what's going on with Dragon Con and, and those kind of things, and I get excited about it. So, uh, like Kurt, go spread the word. You, you y'all come out and watch. It's twitch.tv slash digital uh, DC Digital Media is the channel, and uh, do it every Tuesday night. Somebody's doing something like this Tuesday. Rob Roberts will be on uh, for Pride Month, uh, talking about uh, Pride and podcasting. And, uh, then, so every other week I do an interview with a volunteer, except for, of course, the first Tuesdays of the month where you and I try to do gaming together. Uh, but you're coming up, uh, but I got to talk to Michelle Cass and really got to know her really well. Uh, Dave Lott, I got to know him better and Avito was on. And it's just what I'm nerding out about is it's already starting to really build that vibe of the con. So all we're doing is talking about what we're preparing and, and the history. I'm getting everybody's origin story of how they came to the con. Uh, well, and ha- how many panels are we doing this year? 56, but I've got a plan for at least four more. If I pull uh, off what I need to. And it's, it's like double the minimum requirement. Oh, easily. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I was trying to look up the schedule. I don't see anybody for this next week, but June 27th was cause. Yeah, cause I do it every other week, so that's a different schedule then. Then we have open stream nights. So oh, okay, okay, you can okay. be in Discord, like like Rob was in Discord and signed up to do it. But we actually will have a night where Tyra will run it and Scott and Tyra will host it and run it or whatever. And um like before, say Joe, before you came to Pokemon or before you came to Giant Size Team Up, you had Pokemon Go whatever. Uh and you if you'd been inspired to do your own show, but didn't have the you didn't do anything to run a stream or anything, you should wanted to try it that's what it's for it's for the anybody who wants to all you have to do is click the stream yard link boom you're on like joe and i and somebody's there who will be more than happy to ask you questions help you walk through stuff let you ask them questions it's open it's like a comedy open mic night or a singing open mic night for streamers for creators so uh you gotta get in our discord which actually i had to because we use the same stream yard let me find the banner this is one of the other folders uh there's decent media track 
Uh, oh, there it is. There's twitch.tv slash DC Digital Media. Uh, you can go watch it there. But you need to be in our Discord, which is tinyurl.com slash Digital Media Track, capital D, capital M, capital T there. Uh, but you can join in and then let Tyra know that you want to play with the stream and uh, do some from some fun stuff over there. Uh, but yeah, it's been fun. Uh, you're going to be on. Tyra mm-hmm. and Gwen's going to be on. Um, were you at the meeting this past Sunday? No, I wasn't. I couldn't attend. Oh, I see. I can go to church and still, I can attend and Jesus is still happy with I, me. But you know, I got, no, 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 we got it. We got it. It's okay. I actually wasn't even at church. I had to work oh, on daddy. Sunday. Bad daddy. I know. I'm, I'm such a heretic. Um, <laughs> no, I, I I didn't think you were. Uh, somebody, one or two other people missed. But Gwen was on there. Gwen's our newest uh, volunteer and took the last spot that was open. And she is going to be doing all of our social media. And already has been. And already been upping our game. Um, but Gwen and Tyra will be on together. You're going to be on. And Scott, I know Scott's taking the last slot before we roll into Dragon Con. Um so yeah, what was funny is my wife Erin is is volunteering this year, and Tyra put together the whole schedule. Like, all right, I got everybody, and I wasn't going to say anything because Erin doesn't care. She doesn't want to be on it. Maybe next year after she has a story to tell, but she she doesn't care one way or the other. But I wasn't going to say anything, and somebody I don't know if you or Cause, but somebody went, "You didn't get his wife," and Tyra's like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's true." But uh, it is true. It was all good. Uh. Did you guys check out AI Jesus on Twitch? Uh, nope. No, we have not. Uh, you say, Joe, that you've seen some cursed images of AI Jesus, but not have actually checked it out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I've heard some, some bad things about it. So, uh, uh, well, are you saying, Joe, are you saying that you don't want to see another season of AI Jesus? Yeah, definitely not. Well, brought it back around, baby. That's (laughs) it for the show. Thanks for watching. Follow these nerdy dads on social media. Charles at Rock God of Podcasting and Joe at Joseph underscore Ard. It's right. And as always, they may not be. (gasps) Oh, no. Oh, you killed it. (laughs) Oh, no. It may not be your father. It's still saying it's playing, but it's silent. Ah, oh, but we may be your daddies. Get out of here, everybody. Get a haircut, <laughs> you hippie.